Tina Nzuki, the Tina Nzuki podcast host, and I'm so glad and excited you're going to be listening to this podcast that is exclusive on the Edify Podcast Network. That's Edify, E-D-I-F-I, and you can find that Edify app on the Google Play Store or go straight to the Apple Store. Get it, load it, sit back, listen. Are you ready? Today, we go inspirational. We have a beautiful lady sitting before us. You are seated before us. Yes. <laughs> Not above us. Her name is Joy. You know what? Let Joy go ahead and tell us about her story. I think what you're going to do about this one, grab yourself a cup of tea, cup of coffee, and just sit back. You're going to hear a story that is very inspirational and deals with the heart, like literally. Hey, Joy. Hey, Tina. How you doing? I am doing fine. I'm so glad you're on the podcast. And we're so glad you joined us today. So, Joy, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Joy. Actually, I have many names. My Go ahead. names are Glory Joy Tinyari. Yes. Those are Glory Joy Tinyari. Yes. Tinyari means what? Contented. No. Are you contented right now? <laughs> <laughs> you are. Keep going, keep going. Yes, I am a mother. Mm-hmm. I am in my mid. That is, okay. yeah, and I'm a HR professional, and above all, I am born again. Oh, love that. Mm. When you say HR professional, mm-hmm. uh, the company you work for, how many people are under you currently? <coughs> currently, we have 200 employees. Wow, yes. you have to deal with every one of them? Mostly, yes. Who drives you up the wall the most? <laughs> Don't answer that. This is your job at stake. <laughs> I think everyone, dealing with people is the hardest job ever really yeah different characters different behaviors some are thieves some (laughs) some are proud some feel everything i cannot cannot believe you said that but you have to deal with all what what actually equips you to deal with all these people what are you equipped equipped with i think i have I, i can say i'm very patient with people Yes, I can tell. You're very soft-spoken as well. I try to be. Sometimes and I can being be as loud as ever. I can, sometimes I can be very loud. Okay. But I think I am very patient with people. Correct. And I have that personality. I want to help someone go to the next level. You're as good. bad as you might look or yeah. other people might think you're bad, yeah. I want to sit and listen to your story. I want to know why you're behaving the way you're behaving. And this is, is this a passion you've had ever since you're a child? Or is this something you've had to you know, pursue in life? Since I, w- since I was a child. Are you an only child? No. Okay. Mm, we are many. many. <laughs> this is African society, so maybe 12? You're 12? We are, we are many. We are enough. We are two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Please, not a lot. Yeah, I was thinking. Probably because in African society, I know families that are 15. Uh-huh. We can go up to even 22 mm-hmm. and this will be for multiple of course wives mm. but you only two so that's okay you're doing fine yeah we are enough good stuff yes so joy in in your profession mm-hmm. dealing with people mm-hmm. has to do with a lot of emotions mm-hmm. how do you cope with that on an everyday basis it's not easy mm-hmm. but i always i also look for someone i talk to okay. because people have different issues there are people who have family issues right. there are people who have work issues mm-hmm. there are also people who do not know what they want in life they are especially in this generation where you're working with younger people they are they are on drugs there's so much happening family issues so i listen to them but i also look for someone i can share my stress, some of this stress with 
right yeah. and outside the trust, company outside of the company yes yes and it's not your psychiatrist psychologist uh, or uh, no no you know, no, no. okay mm. but it's someone that you absolutely trust yes yes that's this my mentor stuff. okay mm. now when we talk about emotions and because I'm, i meet this is this is an inspirational podcast mm-hmm. You once gave me the story about your heart mm-hmm. and I know when it comes to dealing with people it's a lot of heart issues. Mm. Do you want to tell us that story where did the issue of the heart start? Um, what I can say is I wasn't sick sincerely because I just had a homa. You know, a homa is like a cold or flu. Eh, yeah, okay. it's <laughs> yeah, no it's okay go ahead. A cold or a flu. <laughs> it's a cold. Yeah. So and it's a cold that was not going. Right. So I thought let me just go to the chemist mm-hmm. and buy just the normal antihistamine. Mm-hmm. And then when I was going to the chemist I thought let me just go to one of these small clinics. Yeah, just so, to get yourself checked yeah. out. So I went to a small clinic just in the neighborhood. Right. And the the lady the the nurse she just took my pressure she was like your pressure is just too low. Are you okay. sure are you there's no other problem? I just told her no. What has brought me here actually is just a cold. It's been there for more than two weeks and it's not going. I so, called for more than two weeks. Yeah. And this is outside of the COVID window. Yes, yes. That, okay, yeah. got it. So she just gave me some antihistamine and told me to go and take coffee and a lot of water. It was coffee? on a Saturday. Yes, at least to, to take your, what, what my pressure. Coffee? Oh, really? Okay. Yes. You learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went I went back home. Right. I took the antihistamine, I took a lot of water, a lot of coffee. It was on a Saturday. So on Tuesday I went back. Right. And she still told me the pressure was too low. So she advised me to go and see a cardio a cardiologist. And in your head you're thinking a cardiologist for, for a flu for yeah. So anyway, it didn't add up, yeah, but also yeah. I had funny palpitations especially at night oh. yeah i would feel funny palpitations and my sleeping habits were really bad because i would only sleep for two hours i wake up for three You're hours HR. but why would you do that to yourself i couldn't just sleep I okay were you did you have insomnia was it something from the past i can't explain okay. but i couldn't just sleep okay the longest i would do is three hours and when i wake up that's all i'll stay till morning so sometimes i would stay till late so that okay. i sleep there the, the wee hours the, okay when you say stay till late are we talking 11 p.m midnight even morning? one or two in the morning yes so that at least i have three hours of sleep And you're not nocturnal. Do you think? No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Okay, But the ahead. palpitations really they they increased. yeah, they yeah. kept increasing. So, I moved on with my life. Actually, I didn't go to see a cardio after. You did not? No. It it was a cold. I get you. Yeah, so I kept taking a lot of coffee, but now the palpitations even became more. Especially at night. So, I decided I, I went to work one day and I was just feeling, no, today I'm a bit weak. So I decided to work in one of the hospitals, looked for a cardio and just booked and actually there was no booking an appointment. I just walked in. Right. And I saw the doctor and the doctor yeah, they they the doctor tested me. They okay. did quite a number of tests. I just gave him my story which are very alien to you of course. Yes. Uh-huh. And then now the the guy tested me and he did a few heart tests. I don't know they're called what there's an ECG and right. there's another one I can't remember the name. What what is going through your mind at this time because of all these tests? I was really shaking actually. You were? Yeah. And okay. when 
when he was testing me because I could feel my heartbeat. So I thought it's 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 a fear. Okay. But I didn't know there was something behind it. Mm. So after that, the doctor after the tests were out, so I had a sitting with the doctor, and he told me now, uh, you have a problem. You your heart there's there's something actually he said there's something missing in your heart. What? Yes. So I was like, <laughs> what is missing in my heart? Right. And he said, it seems you do not have one valve. So one, I don't know what's a valve in your heart, in my heart. You, you do not know. But did you do biology? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is high school biology. I know, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, the guy was not very, very friendly. Because even the way he explained, he gave me the information was a bit worrying. And the next thing he told me, you just need surgery. We need to take you to India. These things are not done in Kenya. There's no hospital in Nairobi that supports, in Kenya actually, that supports such surgeries. He didn't explain clearly to you what needed. Okay. No. So he told me the next thing, you need to go to NHIF, find how much they can. can NHIF is a national hospital insurance fund. Yes. How much they can they can support you with and then now i see you have an insurance find out how insurance will support you and then now you go and do all these tests and then after that you come back so that we plan for you to go to india that's a lot of information to consume and process within 30 minutes within 30 minutes what 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 emotions are running through you right now okay by the way i think i was lost yeah but i was still seated patiently and listening to this guy and when I stood, I told the doctor, put yourself in my shoes. All that information that you have given me, I don't think you have given me the right way. But anyway, thank you. I walked out. That was it, Joy. That was it. I went back to the office and I moved on with life. Wait a minute. Did you hear what the doctor said? Yes. But you see... The and way- you went on with your life? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I moved hmm. on with life for a few other months, but I could still feel the palpitations. Were. It, it wasn't very normal. So I went to work again another day, and I just decided, there's this doctor always here, of a famous doctor. He's a very good cardio. Let me go and see him. What's his name here in Kenya? He's called Dr. Gikonyo. Okay, Dr. Gikonyo. Hospital. Okay. So I decided, let me go and try. Because sometimes when you call these doctors, you, you're told you can't see him mm-hmm. and all that. So I just said, I'm not calling. Let me just go. So I went to the I went to Karen Hospital. I went straight to the casualty. And I didn't I didn't tell the nurse anything. I just told I wanted to, to see any doctor. Then I started the process. Then she took my pressure. She was like, your pressure is so low. Oh, dear. I, I th- just go and see. Just go to, I think, third floor, fourth floor, yeah. and see the cardio. I was like, ah. So she must have known something. Yeah, this is okay. good. Okay. So I just went up. I said I wanted to see Dr. Dr. Kikonyo. And the nurses were so friendly. They were like, ah, that's fine. Yeah. Today is a bad day, but you will still see. <laughs> so I sat there the yeah. whole day. Up to around three, she's when I saw him, and then he still did the same test that had been done earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I got there, I didn't give him any information about myself. I just told him I my I, I just feel funny in my heart. So wait, you didn't talk about the previous doctor who checked you out? No. Either you're very brave. Or I'm sitting here looking like what? <laughs> no. Why didn't you do that? Actually, I was looking for a second opinion with no information. 
say that you were looking for a second yes. opinion and i didn't want to give any information got it yes oh dear yeah. so he did he did the test mm-hmm. and actually after the test were out no he did the test but they want they, he told me to to go and see him the following day right. so i went back the following day and then i met a panel of very nice doctors they were waiting for you yes yes they did were this three make you doctors a bit worried or no you see now in my mind i had started adding up there is just something wrong with joy oh yeah. i get it i get it yeah mm-hmm. so we had a very good discussion and he took me through he explained it you know he told me some people are born like this others get i don't know what kind of disease heart diseases and all these things happen and you may need a surgery but it's not an emergency remember where i'm coming from someone wants to take me to india immediately <laughs> so i remember the other doctor yes yeah so i'm here with the doctor who's telling me we will do it eventually we will do it yes Then he gave me some medication to control my my pressure and oh, also the pressure because it, it was very low. <laughs> my heartbeat was around 59 59 to 64. Is it a is this a rest mode or when you're active? Now resting. But even when I'm active, I couldn't do over 64. It was it was quite low. All right. And then now I would go for checkup after every month after every month. <laughs> So we just decided yeah at some point we need to do this. So when I there's a, there's a test I did and he realized that the heart was enlarging. Wow. Yes. So he told How me How did you take that news? I knew at some point we will do this. So I had already started coming in terms with these things. You had really internalized this. You you yes. were You were not scared, you're not fearful, you're not I was I was scared. But you see I didn't have an option. Okay. And also that's, I told God, you know, yeah. you know God what? If this is what you want me to go through, right. let it be. If not, make another way. Okay. And I really prayed about it. And I had people praying, praying with me. And remember up to this time I have not told my parents. And I have not told anyone. Any I'm just telling people, please pray with me. But I they don't know what they're praying for. Yes. I am I'm not feeling well. You pray with me. Wow. So when I went and we did a test and he told me the 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 heart had enlarged enlarged yeah now I called my parents <coughs> that's the day I called my dad and I told him now you know dad I was not feeling well I came to Karen hospital and they've checked my heart and they're saying I need a valve replacement now what they do Uh, they just open and then they put a valve you know the way i Joy. put it i didn't want even my parents they are they are they are, they are old you're telling you're telling your dad all this over the phone yes how far away are they from you they in meru and meru is how about how many hours from nairobi from nairobi is around four hours wow yes you're telling this to your dad yes <laughs> oh boy yeah. okay so, how did he take it okay the way i i told him it was it was very easy So he he was calm and then he told me he'll call me later because right. I called him in the afternoon. Yes. So he called me in the evening and now we had a lengthy discussion of what is happening. So I even told him I had gone to see another doctor. Mm-hmm. So I gave him like a, a small history of everything. Uh, so they had to travel the following day with my mom to come and see me. The following day. Yes. Of course. Yeah, so they traveled, right. they came to see me. Yes. 
and then we also went to see the doctor again so that at least they can explain to us the whole the whole process right yeah and then we went the same story yeah and now we agreed i actually i'm the one who told them i think i'll do this surgery in december last year 2019 2019 yeah because it was around i think mid last year not mid last year. Mid last year when I did the test, the heart was it wasn't that bad. No. But I think in October when I did the other test is when they saw there's uh, some the enlargement heart. of the heart. Alright. So we just decided I'll do it in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So December comes. And you're getting ready for surgery? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What's I, going through your mind? What's what are your parents saying? What are your friends saying? I told my friends the last week of November. That's when I started telling people, by the way, I'm going for surgery. Even in the office, people didn't know I was going for surgery. What, what was their reaction? Uh, they, were, they were like, Joy, you're a joke. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. See? And oh you see, goodness. being an employee also, I had mm-hmm. to make sure that I, I tell my boss. And I told my boss, I am going for a small surgery. According to the doctor, it will take one hour. Then I stay in theater for three hours. And then I'll be out. So I want to take leave for five days and then I'll be back. What did your boss say? He was like, yeah, that's fine. Five days, that's okay. But did he know it was a heart surgery? I put it, it's a a small surgery. Joy, you're having a heart surgery and you're telling your boss it's a small surgery? You know, Tina, I I, I didn't want to make it so big because even for me, I had to take it slowly. Okay. It's heavy. A heart surgery is a heavy thing. It is. Yeah. To you, it wasn't a it was it was a big deal but you what are you are you trying to front as you're being courageous are you trying to front like don't cry for me you know what i mean <laughs> you know <laughs> i didn't yeah? want the pity parties around because okay, i i, I didn't it. know what what to expect and then also the last like in november mm-hmm. the nurses at karen were really good they they introduced me to two people who had gone through the same surgery so they gave you their story <clears throat> they gave me their story and was actually, it scary it, it didn't seem very scary. Actually, one of the boys who was giving me his story was like, Joy, you don't look sick. Yeah. When I was coming to this hospital, I was very sick. Yes. I couldn't even walk for more than 30 or 300 meters without panting. My breathing was so bad and all yeah. that. But, and he kept telling me, imagine you will pull through. So I was looking at people who have done it, mm-hmm. who have been through it, mm-hmm. and I was very sure I will pull through. So here we go. We plan for everything. Yes. So Joy, you have to look for donors. Let me tell you, I was looking for donors when I was in the office. I would call my friends and tell them I need blood. They were like, for who? For All Joy. Right. I'm going for surgery next week and I need so blood. So you were looking for blood donors? Yes. Okay. Okay. And by the time I was going for surgery, I already had 15 people who had donated for me. That's good. Yeah. And I was looking for only four pints. But only I four pints. Yes, but I had 15 people donate for me. That's good. It was very awesome. <laughs> so, I check in to hospital on a Thursday. And my surgery is supposed to be on Friday. Right. Then this doctor comes and does a final test. And they tell me we can't do the surgery. Why not? Until today, I can't explain but there's just something that happened. They could not do surgery that day. They did not explain to you why they can't do the surgery? They just said it cannot be done? 
I am saying I cannot explain why, but there's just something. After we did one test, there's something else they saw. Can you tell us what it was? Um, because when they were there's there's the valve, right? And there is something else they needed to to add. To add, not remove. Yeah, not remove. So for them, the surgery procedure mm. became bigger yes. than they had actually visualized. Yes. Wow. Because you okay. see, even when you go in, you're given a specific package Correct. for the whole surgery. Yes. So my even my package had to change. But why didn't they see this before? How come they're seeing it now, a day before the scheduled day for surgery? Okay. When you go for surgery, you see, the last test I had done was in October. Correct. So I've come in and told them I want to do surgery on this date in December. Oh, you, you gave the date? Yes, I gave them the why date. Why would you give them you know how I was looking Enjoy. at it? It's yes. so that in December, I am home. Oh, okay. You're free. Okay. Yes. yes. I can take my leave and I can just be home. It's holiday time. Yes. Okay. So that was on Friday. I get discharged. Then on after one week, I go back on Sunday. Now they call me. We are ready for you. Just come. But in my mind, I was thinking that was not my day. Sunday was my day to check in for, for surgery. And I checked in on Sunday. Right. I am given everything, my documentation, and then they do orientation for me. And what does that first, entail? First place for orientation is the ICU. Okay. I think now this is when that's intensive care unit. Yes, reality checks in. Okay. Because you get to ICU, and you see the way people look, and you're like, you're not too sure that these people. Did they make you up. go into the? unit and you saw people okay of course you can see yes and also we have a history we've gone to see our friends in icu we know what happens well yeah. but it's now the shoes on the other foot so really <laughs> yeah but now now i'm trying to to put myself on that bed okay yeah okay and you know when you go to icu what do you see you just see eyes just big eyes <laughs> popping out so you're well, not, not too sure not, that's not always <laughs> You're not too sure that these people will wake up. No, it's a truth. Joy, the, your explanation. I'm laughing because it's, you just see eyes pop out. Well, yeah, you see, not eyes, in all I see you. You see need. eyes pop out. You yes. see a big pipe in the mouth. Yeah, that's so it's scary. Very, very scary right. scenario. Mm. And you see, that's where I put myself. I was seeing now those my eyes popping out, and there I have big eyes. Okay, now yes, mine Joy, very know. big. <laughs> And then my this pipe all over. But anyway, I just oh told goodness. God. You know, God. Yeah. yeah. I am reminding you. If this is not your will, let it not happen. If you know I will not pull through, let it not happen. But if you know this is what I am supposed to go through, I leave it in your, your hands. hands. Yes. It's at night, so I leave it in your hands. Your son. How old is he this time? My son is was seven. Did he understand where mommy was going? I told him I am going for surgery, and it will. It's a small surgery. Everyone to everyone, <laughs> it was small it was surgery. Small surgery, yes. and they will open my chest. I told him they will open my chest, and then I'll stay in hospital for a few days. And I told him he can come and visit me on Thursday. Was he looking at you there? I'm looking at you with big eyes and an open mouth. Okay, he was a bit when confused, you explained about opening you know? your chest. <laughs> He's seven, Joy. Okay, of course he didn't understand. He didn't understand. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
So oh my goodness. Mm, I had to tell him huh? and my parents were there. So we had to explain to him that I had not been feeling well and he could see I was taking medication every day. Okay. Yeah. So he knew there was something. So let's go again. You you're, you have said your prayer to God. Did God respond? Yes, he did. What did he say? Because when I went back to the ward, right. I was so much at peace. Good. Then my cousin came to visit me. He's a doctor. He came all the way from Mombasa just to see me. Because you see, I told yeah. people that last week. So when I was checking in is when I was telling my, my people, I've checked in for surgery. <laughs> so he came just to see me. And we sat like half the night right. at the hospital. And he kept telling me, do you know what? There's a reason why God is putting you here. He's not a believer. Oh, he's not a believer? No. But he told me there's a reason. There's a testimony that God wants to give you. And for sure, when I was even sitting there, because I was telling God, I want to know what is my purpose. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind even me being a, those, those pastors who lay hands and people get healed. Even right. me, I wouldn't mind. But anyway, <laughs> this one now is a different one. Joy. Now it's me. Should yes, I pray like for myself? myself? Yeah, lay hands on myself. You know. <laughs> or I hear you. What should we do? Correct. But anyway, yes. I was just at peace. I just prayed and we prayed. Then I think I slept at around three. And yeah, I woke up in the morning. I took a shower. People asked, you know, I could see other other patients crying in the ward. Because even them, they are waiting for surgery. But they okay. are crying. They're scared. Mm. So I told them, imagine. There's a reason why God has brought us here. And he'll give us a testimony. Amen. So, you know, in the morning, I am the first one at nine. You were the first. Yes. Wow. Okay. I was the first one at nine. Mm-hmm. So I prepared myself, mm-hmm. and then they then the nurse came for me. But what what I didn't like is the way <coughs> the nurse comes for you. You know now, Ati. What do you mean? You are ours, so you even have to sit on a wheelchair. Seriously, I came walking. <laughs> Then Joy. you put me on a wheelchair. I, I think this is what happens in hospital. <laughs> they wheel you into surgery. You don't walk into surgery. But I am okay. I'm just wearing a green big well, dress. Well, they have to take me. <laughs> this, Joy, can you... Can, I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast with Joy. Ah, your your story. So you have this big dress and you want to walk into surgery. You don't yeah. want to be wheeled. No. Very big, actually. Very interesting. Very big it's dress. A gown. <laughs> <sighs> You're wearing a hospital gown. Yes, I <laughs> I come from Merutina. Oh, These things no. are new to me. They are very new. <laughs> Goodness me. Okay, let's keep going. This is good. Yeah, so they wheeled me to the actually when they were wheeling me, another yeah. cousin came to visit me. Yeah. And then my parents were there. My parents came very early in the yes. morning. And a friend of mine also came. They came very early in the morning. So I am wheeled to the to the theater. So when we get to the door, there's a nurse waiting for me. A very nice nurse. Oh, She's waiting good. for me. Yes. It, it, it's not a very good experience. You're wheeling me. You're, you're <laughs> what is it? And then now when I get there, right. the nurse has a bed for me. I can't still walk at it. I have to lie on Your feet should not touch the ground, basically. I tell you. But anyway, so we said a prayer. My cousin prayed for me. Mm-hmm. My mom was very shaken. Yeah. My okay, dad was imagine. yeah, my dad was trying to be strong. Mm. And then my, my cousin was there. He's he he said a prayer. And then they let me in. So I go in. 
when I go in, I meet my surgeon. He's a very interesting Indian man. He's just looking through the window and saying, you know, I told you my other name is Glory, and he's yeah. just saying, Glory, Glory, everything will be fine. There you <laughs> With that wonderful Indian accent. <laughs> Yes glory, and glory. yes and he's very nice. He's very loud but very very <laughs> nice doctor. So Joe you have a loud surgeon at your bedside. Okay. Yes. Not yet on the bedside. Okay. I am still being wheeled. wheeled yes. The okay. Yes and then you know mm-hmm. I also had this reaction of like I have never been treated by an Indian. You know. You've never been Mm-mm. Okay. And here I am a believer and me I believe in Christ. I don't know what this person believes in. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this person believes in. But I kept telling God, remember God, if you have put me here, there's a reason for it. And I could hear him now when I, I'm going out to the main theater, I could hear yes. him say, God is in control, God is in control. <laughs> I was like, imagine that guy even know, knows he's God. Indian, yes. So he's in God is in control. Yes. So Do you wonder which God? <laughs> They have a billion gods. Yes, but in me, I said yes. that guy knows God, so we are two. We're two. <laughs> we believe. Yes. Okay. So I get to the bed. You know how that bed is? It's the smallest bed ever. I don't know how it is. It's I've very small. On. I think it's a one by two or a <laughs> by one by one. But Joy also, you're petite. I am so. big enough. <laughs> <laughs> are we getting away with this podcast? <laughs> Okay, so you're big Really, when you see Joy, you'll be very surprised. She's very petite, so I'm not sure which what she's talking about, but okay. <laughs> that bed is very tiny. So I I sit there. I'm in this big dress. I look at the doctors. In theater, I think there were like 20 people. And everyone is holding something. Right. But who am I to ask? You know? You, you didn't want to know what they're holding and why they were all there. Imagine, no. I was at a point where I had left everything to God. Correct. And then I have here another Indian doctor who who, who has to put me to sleep. Oh, the anesthetist. Yes. And remember... <laughs> it's a very hard name with a lot of fist and fist in it. You know. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't mention the previous evening when I met him, when they were preparing me now psychologically for this whole process. Right. The guy just mentioned and said, you know, Glory, I remove your heart, I return your heart. So are I don't kidding? know where now we are. Wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's a guy who, who who proceeds to give you anesthesia. Yes. Like, am I correct? Yeah. Yes. And he says, I remove your heart, I put it back. Yes. Oh, yes. No. What a wonderful way for you to begin your surgery. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now no. here he is. So we start. And, and le- what, what, what went through your mind when that happened? When he said that I remove your heart, I yeah. I was a bit shaken. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. one, what I did also, I checked a little. I googled a little. So I knew what was to happen. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. But it was very little. I didn't want to, to dig into details of the whole surgery. So he, so here I am with my many people in in theater. Very yes, very very friendly. Yeah. So he starts with the first injection. He tells him, "This is what I am doing. This is what I am doing." So I what I what I did, 
I just told him. Then he told me, I want to give you the last one that will put you to sleep. So I said, let me say a prayer. Then the guy is so nice. He says, I think the nurse was called Wamboy. Wamboy, come, come and give your sister some support. So Wamboy comes. Wamboy. Hmm? Yes. Wamboy comes. She stands next to me. She holds my hand. Mm-hmm. I think Wamboy said a prayer. For me, my prayer was, God, give me a testimony. That was my prayer. That was it. That was it. Did you go under then or did you start counting? Eight, I didn't. I didn't count anything. After I said that, I just slept. Hey, you're listening to the Tina Nzuki podcast. My name is Tina Nzuki. And let me tell you, I have a wonderful guest. Joy. Joy is, ah, Joy. She's a HR uh, practicing person. <laughs> She's a human resources manager. And when you deal with people, you deal with a lot of heart. And she has to take her heart through a lit- literally go through a surgery to get it mended. What you're going to do is make sure you tune into the Edify Podcast Network. This particular podcast, Tinanzuki, is exclusive to the Edify Podcast Network. And you can find us by downloading the app from the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. The Tinanzuki Podcast will be back with the rest of Joy's story, The Heart. Thank you.